Welcome to the His Call Technology Podcast, where we are communicating tomorrow's business needs today. From just outside Nashville, Tennessee, join His Call as we discuss all things telephony, data, and infrastructure related to business leaders. Here we go. Welcome again to the His Call Technology Podcast. Today, I'm excited to have as guests a couple of guys from Ava Security. Ava is a new vendor partner of ours, and we're excited to have them. Um, I've learned that some really cool product sets that they have and uh, the analytics that they provide with their products is really exciting to hear about. So um, with me today is Matt and Elliot from Ava Security. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Appreciate it. So tell our listeners, uh, what brings you into his call today? It's been a pretty exciting morning. Yeah, so it's actually been fantastic. Matt and I came in this morning. Gary obviously uh, sat us down with the entire sales team, wanted us to provide uh, an overall uh, sales training for all of them. And, of course, uh, the wonderful Debbie hooked us up with some uh, fantastic lunch. So uh, did we come for the sales training or the lunch? I don't know. We're still trying to figure that one out. But uh, both were, were a great success. That's right. I've heard good stuff. Good feedback already this morning. The sales team's pumped. You know, when they, when they get out of something like that and they start talking about opportunities and use cases, you know you really made an impact and they left thinking about, hey, where can I use this? I've got some customers that could put this in. Yeah, it's all about identifying, you know, the problems that those customers have and providing, you know, new solutions that you're presented with, right, to solve their problems. Exactly right, Matt. That is what it's all about, isn't it? I mean, that's why we exist, to, mm-hmm. to help customers solve problems. And part of the solution is identifying it to begin with, isn't mm-hmm. it? So, very good. So, Elliot, tell me a little bit about, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, whatever you like to share personal, uh, business, whatever you like to share. Yeah, no, I can definitely do that. So born and raised in Charleston, went to uh, the Citadel down there in Charleston. So obviously a military college, came from a big Citadel family. So didn't really have any choices of where I could go to college. I was just told (laughs) you're going to the Citadel. So, you know, it was a fun time. After that, got into uh, actually the physical security world, worked for a security integrator down in Charleston, had an absolute blast, learned a lot about sales, a lot about the industry, how to work with not only a sales team, but operations team. Um, great five years. Then I went over to Cisco Systems, was a overall account manager for them. That was fantastic as well, being able to not only have experience from physical security, but IT. It's tons of fun. The, the industries are very similar, but very different at the same time. So the, the career growth was, was fantastic. And then after about two years at Cisco, I was, I was reached out by Ava since um, physical security, IT, those worlds collided. And we have a bunch of old Cisco people at Ava, and they, they wanted me to make the jump and did that about a year and a month ago. And it was fantastic, um, having an absolute blast. And outside of that, just love being outside, hanging out, play college tennis. So that's always fun. To, oh, is that to, right? To get some uh, some good exercise. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that is good exercise. Definitely is. I tried that with some, some friends of mine a few years ago. We were kind of playing, but none of us were very good. And yeah. So uh, it's a lot of exercise when you're not very good. I'm washed up, so <laughs> I, I, I'm not very good anymore either. <laughs> Well, Matt, what about yourself? I've got uh, about 25 years in sales. I started on the wireless telecommunications side, 
about 12 years ago, changed over to security and uh, worked for a security integrator for a couple of years. Realized, uh, saw a really cool product called the Vigilon. And uh, they had some really high megapixel cameras in a time where we were still selling analogs. Mm -hmm. So lumped in with them and relocated to Florida and was on the sales side for six or seven years and got into sales management about four years ago. And uh, just left a Vigilon probably six to eight weeks ago to come to Ava. Okay. I noticed each of you um, have been with Ava for less than two years, when you said you said a little over a year, a little Correct. less than a year and a half, and you just six weeks, Matt. Right. So, Ava itself is is a relatively new company, yes. right? Correct. W what year was it started? So it started in Europe in 2016. Came over the states uh, 2020. So so very relatively new. Yeah. Okay. Tell us a little bit about Ava. What it is you do. Um, what does Ava do? Yeah, so Ava, what we do is we are a cloud-managed video management solution. So we are really heavily backed by AI, artificial intelligence, mm -hmm. analytics, machine learning. And what we do and what makes us extremely unique is we aren't using that information just for security aspect. We're utilizing all of that data and all of that information that we're taking from the AI, the analytics, and the machine learning, and we're helping people improve their businesses, improve in so many different departments within their business so that they can say, all right, I have a video security system that is helping me improve my ROI, my business operations, my day-to-day -day operations. It's also helping me improve education for my employees, safety. It's helping you in so many different ways. And we find that to be extremely useful when we go and talk to people and say, we're not only giving you a security solution, we're helping you improve your business every single day. Oh, I think that's fantastic. As you was you were talking about that, um, I was thinking, well, you're talking a lot more than just security. Right. So Ava security, but you're helping a business. Tell me, tell me a little bit how you do that. How does Ava do that? So what we do is we have so many different tools and features within the software. And we're able to take all of that information from the logs, from actual visual information, and the customer is able to look at that and say, hmm, I can actually utilize that data. Prime example, and I was talking about it earlier in the sales training. We have a customer, a manufacturing customer. They have an aisle where people are only supposed to walk. Then they have an aisle where only forklifts are supposed to go. And we have a heat mapping tool within Ava. And what the customer does, the safety manager, what she does is she looks at the end of every single week at all of the, the data or all of the video data from those two aisles. And she turns on the heat mapping. And she'll look and see the areas of where people are consistently crossing over that people aisle and going into the forklift aisle. Obviously, that's pretty dangerous when you have forklifts just whizzing around all the time. So what she does is she takes that information and she puts up signs in that in those areas and says, please make sure you stay in the people aisle. So what Ava's doing in that particular instance is they're helping safety by saying, hey, here's all of the data of where people are walking in this area. 
make sure you keep them in the in the people aisle. Make sure you put those signs up there because that's going to make workplace injuries drastically go down. Um, and then at the same time, you're helping out the business because that could be a lawsuit that they're absolutely avoiding. yeah. And and it's allowing them to be on top of all of the instances that could occur, and they're they're being proactive. No, I was going to say traditionally on the security side. You're, you're basically showing people, you know, what happened after the fact. You know, for the security guys, we can tell you what happened after the fact, but we can also show you probability that something may be happening now and put that right in front of them. You know, if you have hundreds of cameras, you don't want to see what happened after the fact. You would like to get alerted to, you know, if somebody's on my property, I'd like to know that. But you can also, you know, the marketing people, and like he talked about, take use a feature like heat mapping, or you can go to uh, facilities and say, hey, you, you have an IT closet or a AC room or utility room that has water in it or humidity, too much carbon dioxide. There's, there's a lot of different areas in a business that this product can talk to and help those owners out with. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. That's, that's really cool stuff. Artificial intelligence is really what we're talking about, I guess, right? Because you're you're seeing something, you're detecting something, and then you're making some decision, some logical decision about what needs to happen and in, in, in some understanding about what's taking place inside the technology. Right. That's It's really fascinating how that has changed our world. Yes. I listened to another podcast. I was um, preparing for our podcast today, and there was another podcast that had a, just a segment uh, about Ava Security. They were very complimentary of the products and really got into the analytics, said the analytics are so powerful, the information that you can get out of there and the data that you can do with it. So Yeah, and, and to, to tag along that, so Matt was with the Vigilon for, for seven years, the Vigilon, before Ava, of course, was was the leader in, in analytics. They pretty much introduced the high-profile analytics into the physical security world. And, and Matt, Matt left the Vigilon to come join Ava because yeah. of our analytics. Matt, you want to touch on that? Right. Well, I, it was like what I was mentioning before. It just solves more problems, right? It gives me the ability to go in and talk to facilities, IT, marketing, and these solutions aren't inexpensive, right? Mm-hmm. So if you can go show value to each one of those uh, players, then it's easier to to get something done. And at the end of the day, not forgetting what you're there to do, which is protect people, value, and, and property as well. Right. So good. So you mentioned, you've mentioned a couple of times that it's a cloud product. And I was reading one a blog post on your website. It's cloud native, you know, and they mm-hmm. made this blog post in particular was making a pretty big deal of this is really a cloud native, don't we? It's not cloud ready, cloud native. It was built to operate out of the cloud, right? Yes. So that's the one extremely unique thing about Ava um, when it comes to the cloud aspect is we are homegrown. We are built from the ground up. We didn't buy this solution from anyone. We didn't take any parts from anyone else. And so we did everything from the very beginning where it's going to be extremely effective in the cloud because that's where we see the physical security world going. So if we're able to produce a solution that is built from the ground up with cloud as the backbone, we felt like we were going to be extremely successful in that realm. Not only would it be in a cloud-native solution make us extremely successful, 
but at the same time, we're an open architecture. We can work with third-party cameras. We can work with cameras that aren't AVA cameras, which allows us to go in and take a lot of market share from these other cloud providers because they're they're proprietary mm-hmm. and we aren't. We have the ability to look at someone, look at an end user, look at a customer and say, I love how you want to transition to the cloud and we want to help you do that. We don't want you to feel like you have to have this massive financial commitment right away. We want to help you throughout that impro- that process, which is why we're in open architecture, why we can work with third-party cameras, why we can integrate in with so many other access control sensors, like what Matt was talking about earlier, and, and so many different things. And it all goes back to the cloud. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's really unique how we're able to do that. Yeah, so you mentioned cameras. Ava does make cameras. Correct. Right, but you can use other vendors' cameras integrate into the system. Is that what I'm understanding? That is correct. Okay. So we, we have our own cloud cameras that act as little servers on the edge that can do storage in those cameras. And then we have what we call smart path technology, which eliminates a lot of bandwidth issues when it's transmitted up to the cloud. And then we also, when we work with third-party cameras, we have what we call a cloud connector, which would replace your existing MVR and DVR, and it would be put on site, and it's a Dell OEM Linux-based box that will be storing all of those third-party cameras, like an Axis or Homewa, Mm -hmm. uh, Panasonic, whatever it may be, storing all of that information, and then also shooting it up to the cloud. So that's going back to the transition to the cloud. If people want a true cloud solution, we can give it to them because we have those cloud cameras. If they want to transition over to the cloud, we can put in our cloud connector, let them reuse their cameras, and they still have a cloud-managed solution, because remember, cloud's the backbone of our solution. That's right. But they still have you know, the on-prem stuff because they're making that transition. They're not making that full jump right away. Mm-hmm. And that's no other cloud solution does that. That's the, the guys who are super smart. <laughs> and and those are, that. that's all the systems that are out there. You know, it's very hard to find a customer that's ready to say, hey, let's rip and replace everything out, right? Sure. But the IT guys are tired of managing Windows servers. They're tired of repurchasing those every five years. They're tired of having to upgrade the camera's firmware. You know, whenever every quarter when something comes out, that's the benefit to cloud. Mm-hmm. And with the cloud connector, you can repurpose all that existing gear out there. What's nice about Ava is we can pull that on OnBIF as the the industry standard for being able to pull video from a camera and sending it to any OnBIF compliant VMS. We don't have to have a camera software integration with all these different manufacturers. We just take that OnBIF stream from the camera and on that cloud connector can apply motion, all the analytics that AFA offers on a third-party camera. So good. Investment protection is huge. You know, you mentioned earlier, Matt, it's not inexpensive right. to put in the a, a high-quality system. And so to be able to bring in this cloud-native solution with this backbone for cloud, get the analytics that is so strong with you guys, but still be able to reuse some of my cameras – would be a, I can see where that'd be a big deal for a lot of places. And, and we see people, we have the ability to allow people to have a hybrid environment too. So we'll, we'll see people who may have some really old cameras that they installed five, six, seven years ago. And then they have some that are maybe only a year old. 
And so we have the ability to replace those really old cameras, put in our cloud cameras, but then also put a cloud connector and connect with those newer cameras, mm. all be on the same platform. So there's three ways of doing it, being able to provide them a full cloud solution with our Ava cloud cameras, putting in a cloud connector and having all third-party, their existing cameras, or having a hybrid environment where they have some of their cloud cameras, some of Ava's cloud cameras, and then some of their third-party cameras with the cloud connector. And so we're able to, to really give them, lay out everything right in front of them and say, it's what you want to go. We can we can help you out in either way. Nice. Okay. Let's circle back around to the some of the artificial intelligence and and some use cases for that. One of our our salespeople were talking about the anomaly known through the camera system, just learning that environment. So let's yeah. talk a little bit about how how that all takes place. So the anomaly is really cool. It's it's where the machine. It takes about two weeks once you install. Uh, I say machines, you install the cameras uh, with a cloud connector. And what it does is it takes two weeks to learn the environment. So let's say let's say Matt typically comes into the office um, between 8 and 6. The cameras are typically seeing him in the office between 8 and 6. But then all of a sudden, Matt comes in the office at 11 o'clock at night. What for? I don't know. Maybe he wants to get some, some late night working in. You, you never know. And so what the uh, software is automatically going to do, it's going to say, we know what normal time and place is for, for certain people. We know what's normal activity. What we do also know is what's not normal activity. We know that Matt's not typically, or anyone's not typically in the office at 11 o'clock. So what it's going to do is it's going to automatically, and you can set up one the system on who should be alerted on certain anomalies is it's automatically going to send out an alert to that particular um, person that needs to be alerted about the anomalies and say, hey, here's a video clip. It's unusual time of week. We have where this person is located on the map view, where the, the, the video clip that's associated to it, it's all time stamped, and someone's in the, the building when they shouldn't be. And that's not something that you particularly set up that Matt's set up or I've set up. It's the machine saying, this is abnormal activity. One of the things that we showed during the sales training is in our demo environment in Raleigh, we have a camera inside the office and we're right by a very busy street in, in downtown Raleigh. We're on the second floor. The camera picked up someone walking on the side of the road through the window and shot out an anomaly saying unusual time of week. We're not supposed to be, we're not used to seeing someone at 1208 at night walking across the street and sends out an alert and says this is abnormal activity. Obviously, you know, we can't really do anything because it's not in our office, but that's the strength of being able to detect where there's normal activity and not normal activity. If you're a business owner or a security director, even if you're not getting those real-time active alerts, you can learn a lot about your business by watching what goes on over the a long weekend. Oh, yeah. You, all you have to do is come in and search those anomaly events and say, oh, interesting. I didn't know that was going on. I mean, we've had several end users that, you know, have those analytics in place. They come in on a Monday morning and, hey, I'm wondering why this piece of equipment left or I wonder how this uh, gas storage is half empty now. Mm -hmm. And they generally find out very quickly just through the anomaly who, what, when, where, and you know how. 
Yeah, that's that's pretty fascinating. Powerful um, that you're you're not defining a schedule. The system's just learning a schedule. Right. Yeah, that's really cool. What about um, some other artificial intelligence? Some of the, something that comes to mind is uh, facial recognition, license plate recognition. You guys getting into that? Or, yep. So or, so we do um, license plate recognition LPR for facial recognition. We don't exactly do it. But what we do is we call it characteristics, uh, recognizing characteristics. So facial recognition is outlawed in mm-hmm. a lot of different places. And since we're, we're a global company, we really have to pay attention to that. And we don't want to get into those legal issues. But with the characteristics recognition and searches, we have the ability to look at, like, Chuck, look at what you're wearing, whether or not you have a beard, glasses, hair, no hair, vest pants on, all that kind of stuff. And so what it does is, let's say I'm, I'm searching you, the system basically looks at your body type, your characteristics, and searches you throughout the entire system. And so what it's going to do is it's going to pull up everywhere that you've been, and you can set the parameters, everywhere that you've been in certain cameras and a time frame, even looking three weeks ago, find out everywhere you've been within the office or within the facility. And it's extremely powerful. It's it, it's really accurate because what it's also doing is let's say you change your shirt and it's over a three-week period. It's still going to look at your body characteristics, your characteristics of like a glasses, beard, whatever it may be, and say, well, he has a, a, a solid red shirt on and yesterday he had a solid blue shirt on, but I'm still picking him up because it looks like Chuck. Yeah, um, and it's it's really fantastic. We have the ability to do people counting, vehicle counting, like we mentioned, uh, heat mapping, sensor integrations. We we have the ability to do. I mean, there's there's so many things. Yeah, just going back to the appearance search, you know, I think the security guys will tell you. You know, most of them you talk to, it takes me hours to to do a search, especially if you have a site with a hundred or more cameras mm-hmm. trying to find a person off the site. This is not a magic bullet. It doesn't give you, it's not facial recognition. It doesn't right. give you that specific person. But like he said, those overall appearance traits appear in front of you and allow you to search for a particular person over the entire site's cameras, which, I mean, if you had to go camera by camera on most systems, that would take a week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this narrows it down to 15 minutes, and then you can download all those clips where that person showed up in that video and send it in a downloadable link. Very, very simple. So when you're doing a search like that, are you searching on the characteristics saying, hey, show me um, show me every time somebody with a beard has been in the building or something to that effect? No. So, so what we can do, there, there's multiple different ways to do these searches. So... First one is we call it spotlight search. Let's say you're in a, in a video clip um, or in a video view, and I want to find out where you've been over the last 30 minutes in all the cameras. Maybe you dropped off a bag. Yeah. And we could see that bag. That bag was left alone. We can find you dropping that off and then take it. Yeah. And you I'm can, tracking that. And, and you can, you can right-click on you, um, and it'll pull up a drop-down bar, and you can uh, select search video. So what it's going to do is it's going to go throughout the entire system and find out exactly where you've been. So instead of narrowing it down to like a beard or anything like that, you can literally just take that image of you and search it. 
So it's not facial sure. recognition, yeah. but it's searching the image of you yeah. throughout the entire system. It's it's using multiple points to do that. Mm-hmm. Your face, your clothing, your height, and how you look overall, your overall appearance. Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm, I'm following with, with how you're narrowing it, it down now. I mean, you're just saying you're, like you said, spotlighting, you're highlighting an individual and saying, I want to see every time this person's exactly. the camera. Yeah. Exactly. And then let, let's say you're searching like a certain area of like that camera view and you can search that. And let's say you find the person that you want to search even more about. So let's say you were in that, uh, you dropped off that bag in that camera view and we found you dropping that off and we want to search you even more. You have the ability to do accuracy. So you can click on an accuracy button and it's going to search all of the accurate results of you in all of those video clips as well. So let's say you, you didn't see that you dropped off that bag, but you knew someone did, and you searched the video clip and found out where you dropped it off, and they wanted to find out the accuracy of where you've been throughout the entire facility. You know, it's it's fascinating to me. Uh, Gary uh, gave me an opportunity to go out to ISC West. This is an area that, I mean, I, ca- I came through AT, wait, we talked, I came through AT&T, Lucent, Nevada, his call, stay on the telephony side of this business, and I just didn't get into So when I went to ISC West, I was blown away by the technology of these cameras and the intelligence and what you could detect and all this kind of thing. It, it really is fascinating to me. Yeah, it's absolutely unbelievable. And, and Matt's been in this industry for a very long time. And, and that's the reason why I switched over to Avis because yeah. it, it's super unique. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of a kind, don't you think? You've got a bunch of different solutions for a bunch of different problems. And yeah. It's just, you know, as a salesperson going into a business, it's just about trying to find out what their problems are, right? Right. It's that simple. You don't start out showing them all these cool analytics. You start out saying, hey, what problems are you having? And mm-hmm. then and then show them the solutions that, that make sense. Mm-hmm. And we, we talked about physical security. Matt, you talked about uh, sensory input from... Um, different types of devices, right? Detecting even gases and chemicals. And, and I, I suppose you talked about uh, heat mapping, so you can detect heat if, if a place gets too hot. And I guess you can report on that. Is that, am, so, I, am, I, am, so, I, am I right here? So, so the heat mapping, so, so we have the sensors to report on like what's getting too hot and everything. Um, the, the heat mapping is more so on activity where people and vehicles have been. Um, because that's obviously the backbone of our AI is uh, people detection and vehicle detection. Gotcha. Okay. And so it's able to tell you all the activity that's been going on um, with those people in those vehicles anywhere. You can do it on our map view. You can do it on video views. Pretty much anywhere that there is a video clip or data, you can turn on the map or the heat mapping and being able to see where everything's happening. Heat mapping would be beneficial for. Either you're a retail store, or maybe you you have a bunch of gas stations, and you want to see where the people are flowing and how they flow around the store. Okay. So you can do product positioning. Maybe. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's just an example. Okay. That's... And on the sensors, I'll let you add a little more to the disruptive technology sensors that we uh, connect with. But those look like little GSM cards that go in your phone. They've got 3M tape on the back. You can use those as temperature, humidity, CO2, touch, 
there's door position, door contacts, basically. You put it in the door jam. If the door is open, that'll show up. Traditionally, you would have to wire all the way back to an access control system. Yeah, right. Something like that. There's probably a list of 12 different sensors right yeah. now, and I'm thinking of five off the top of my head, <laughs> but it adds so much more. Very good. So, so what you with the sensor integrations, what we're able to do is we can even set parameters around those uh, sensor integration or around the sensor. So, let's do temperature. I love using this example. If anything um, dips below, like in a boiler room, if it the temperature dips below seventy degrees or above seventy five degrees, you need to be alerted in, in Ava. Well, there's going to be a camera that's associated to that sensor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so let's say the facilities manager gets an alert that uh, the temperature is at 85 degrees and rising. Instead of going into that boiler room blind and not knowing exactly why it's rising, he can look at that video feed that's associated to that alert that he received that the temperature went above 75 degrees. He can assess that situation from that video view and say, okay. I know what I need to do to stay safe when I go in there as it's continuously getting hotter and being able to assess the situation and get things taken care of way quicker. That's a great example. Yeah, I I love that. Uh, Talking about making a place better, you got a guy, he's safer because he knows, you know, what he's going to kind of going into. That's Exactly, especially with like a a CO2 sensor too because – Obviously, that's extremely dangerous. Sure. So if you have a camera that's associated with that CO2 sensor that's put on the wall and the camera's you know, in that room as well, and you have a spike in CO2, how, wouldn't you want to see what's going on Absolutely. there before you walk in there? You got that right. You, you, you want to be able to see if a, a tank bursted or whatever, because that not only that putting you in danger, it's putting everyone else in danger. So it, it's it's really cool how uh, how we can integrate in with those and provide some assistance in that area. Yeah, absolutely. You can connect thousands of these. To oddly enough, it's called a cloud connector too. But there's a, a a small widget that you would mount. But all these connectors, all these um, uh, chips connect to that, and then that integrates in with Ava. And okay. you can create custom dashboards, like he said. You, you set the parameters, and then on your dash, maybe the facilities dashboard is different than security dashboard. Mm-hmm. But you can set unique dashboards up for each business group. And you can utilize that because we have that open API integration. So you can make these custom dashboards and utilize that data, but then also take that data and report it. Let's say you have some higher-ups that need to see this information that you're receiving from this camera system, from the AVA camera system. You can set up your dashboard with our API integrations and 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 get everything you need to get. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Very cool. Touch on the uh, people counting, vehicle counting. You mentioned with with people counting, pretty straightforward. But I'm I'm envisioning like a gymnasium. Well, mm-hmm. can we count like that many people gathered together in an environment like that? So so what it's gonna do is you're gonna you're gonna take all of the entrances into that gymnasium. And what you're going to do is you're going to put a line cross at each one of those entrances and exits. Sure. And so you're going to set up the line crossing capability or the people counting capability. So what it's going to do, every time someone crosses over that line, obviously that's one. Mm -hmm. Every time someone crosses over that line in the opposite direction, that's taking someone away. So let's say you have two people come in and then one person go out. Yeah. It counts one. 
it's not going to be two came in, one came out. It's going to give you the real-time sure. count. Okay. So it's ex- it's it's extremely helpful when you're you're trying to get mustering. Um, I also gave an example earlier today with um, Gary in the sales training where it's at a church, and they're utilizing Ava where um, they can only have, for round numbers, 100 people in the, the main um, service room, and then they put everyone in the overflow. What they do is they'll count up to like 90 people that have gone in there, and then they'll tell the person, the greeter, say, all right, everyone else, send them over to the overflow room. So you can count who's coming and going. So just because 120 people walked in doesn't mean there's 120 people in that room because mm-hmm. tw- or 30 of them walked out. So now you only have 90. So you get an accurate count, accurate uh, depiction of it. And another example, uh, and same goes with vehicles, um, but another example is we work with the Biltmore State. And the Biltmore State utilizes our... Uh, cameras with their people counting and they count how many people are coming and going into the house. So that's a prime example. Mm-hmm. Not only is it for, you know, making sure you're not exceeding a certain amount of people in one area, it's also for sales for salespeople and retail people because they're trying to make sure that the count is correct with how many people are going in there. And then they can also relay that information. On a Tuesday, we have 5,000 people come in the house, but on a Saturday, we have 7,500 come in the mm-hmm. house. And it's accurate because you're getting the coming and the going. Yeah, right. What's, I just wanted to add, all the stuff that we're talking about is included with the camera and the camera license. As long as, as that is up to date, you get all these features. It's not like you're getting nickel and dime for each one. LPR is really the only one that we would have an additional fee for. Right. And uh, the sensor integration, because we're integrated in with third-party sensors, but but that's it. Yep. Okay. And it's licensed per camera, per... Per camera. Per camera. And uh, we have one, three, and five-year licenses for those. And the reason why we have licenses, and this is uh, what all, all cloud solutions have license sure. capabilities, because what you're consistently doing, I've touched on it, is you're sending out brand new updated um, versions of the software every two weeks. So whenever you're getting these new updated versions, it's new software. We're fixing bugs, glitches, patches, and we're talking to our end users, our customers, and saying, what would you like to see? What can we do to help improve your system, your environment? And we're getting all this data from all these other customers and, and compiling it and improving our system every single time. And obviously that comes with a license because we're consistently giving them all of this new information over and over again and every two weeks. And it's a click of a button. You mm-hmm. get updated versions. It's really no different than traditional systems because, you know, if you're out of date on a traditional video management solution, you don't have some of the security updates you needed doesn't push the firmware out to the cameras. Uh, you typically have to do that every once or two years anyway. With Ava, you're not having to upload that to servers and manage Windows servers and mm-hmm. manage when they go offline. This is just constant real-time update. Fantastic. Good, good stuff. On when I Am I purchasing the camera CapEx or is it included and is it on 
hardware as a service kind of deal so, or something. So, so it all depends. I know, like w- with his call, Gary said you can do it either way, where it's on an OpEx with the camera and the licenses, or it's on a CapEx. Yeah, I think I think the flexibility is the is the key there. You know, some end users prefer the the uh, OpEx, and uh, you know, if it's a very large system, they may have a capital expenditure they need to do for it. So. You know, we work with the partner to decide which way is best and with the end user, obviously, for what's easiest for them. Okay, good, good stuff. I tell you, you, you talk about such cool things. It gets my mind racing. I have, you know, I could talk about a lot of different stuff, but uh, we're, we're kind of getting to the end of our time. And so what I would like to do is kind of wrap up anything you wanted to say that you didn't get to say during the podcast or one last thing you'd like to add from from each of you elliot so you got? i mean we touched a lot of fantastic things um one thing i do i like to reiterate i know we touched on it with with ava we're an open cloud native solution so we can work with so many different cameras not just our own we're not a proprietary system and that's really big to a lot of people it makes them feel very comfortable at night knowing that if they put in this solution they're not going to be stuck with this and then have to give a massive capital expenditure later on down the road if they wanted to change it out. Um, that's that's something that's that's really huge for Ava. And then obviously our integration aspect of it is is fantastic. Anyone ever needs any help with uh, with any of this stuff, they know who to call. His call and Ava. That's we're, right. We're Tell we're it now, here. Elliot. <laughs> I couldn't have said any better. Just want to thank you, Chuck, for this opportunity. Very unique, and uh, what a great way to to get another way to get this message out. Absolutely. Hey, I appreciate you being here. It means a lot to me that you'd take the time to spend with our salespeople uh, this morning, but especially the time here on the podcast, share with our listeners. So the stuff that our our salespeople are getting trained on, we're able to just communicate it in mass through their podcast to our listeners. And so thanks a lot. It means a lot to have your support. Yeah. Happy to be here. Love it. It's, it's been an absolute blast. And I mean, it's fun being able to talk about it, especially when people love talking about Ava and wanted to learn more about it. So it's definitely fun. Fantastic. Will you guys come back and maybe we'll do this again and we'll Sounds have good. another good lunch too. Yeah, I'm <laughs> all for it. Thank all you. right. See you. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the His Call Technology Podcast. Subscribe to this podcast so you can stay up to date with today's business communication trends. To learn more about His Call solutions for your business needs or to listen to previous podcasts, visit us at our website, hiscall.com.